Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 707, seven minutes after seven o'clock. This is the highly acclaimed Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSP. Everybody's here. The family has been reunited. Deborah Green, all dressed in latex, uh, produces the show. Longoria, who's not stoic anymore with the, amount of, with the amount of vacation you've taken in 2018. Hmm. I think you've lost the stoic title, oh, okay. my friend. But uh, you're back yeah. happy and safe on the other side of the takeout window. Yeah, and full. Um, low T Chuck, of course, greens your calls. Low um, I got to move this. Can you move this, Deb? I can't see Chuck's scrubbly face that microphone is in the way sorry i should have done that pre-show my b uh first off weekend recap i guess vacation recap we'll start with you longoria you went to texas yeah came back saturday night la familia nice mm-hmm. road trip yeah clark griswold style how'd that go <laughs> yeah, it was all right traveling with a with a three and a five year old it was uh pretty interesting at times i but. saw many uh stops at whataburger yes. which is uh very blessed yeah you turned me on to that that's and amazing. a whole bunch of stops for restroom even when i didn't want to who but. goes more your daughters or your wife my daughters really oh yeah they're not in diapers no 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 can't you be like that that uh nasa that's what i told my wife girl? i said next time we're all putting diapers on and we're just trucking Drive it right through 14 Speaking hours of nasa we gotta talk about mars later on yeah i show. know i saw that that's uh, cool but you, you had a good thanks you spent thanksgiving in texas yeah at my mom's and my grandmother's house uh, enchiladas tamales what did you have everything oh yeah, yeah. Did they, mexicans have turkey on thanksgiving yeah Right, very nice. It wasn't a very good turkey, but <laughs> uh, we got it from Luby's, I've been there. which is kind of like a Piccadilly. Okay, but uh, we did. I guess they didn't read the instructions and didn't think that they had to warm anything up. Uh, so when we got it, it was supposed to be like we we're supposed to eat, and we had to wait like three hours. To, uh, <laughs> so we might as well have just made it all from scratch, and nice. it would have been the same thing. Luby's. Yeah. So it was like a really dried out turkey. Yeah. But there was happens. a lot of tamales and ham, so that's what Good. we ate. Good. Uh, Chuck, I haven't talked to you since Thanksgiving. How was your turkey day? Your family's in, right? Yes. Everything yeah. go well? Uh, from what I can remember. I didn't see much on social media. You were kind of no, like- I was too drunk. Oh, really? My brother was in town. You're such a good dad. You're such a good dad. <laughs> my mom was in town. Once my mom's in town, Oh, yeah. She I'm just out. handles all the baby oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. That's... I'm out. Grandma's in town. Did you host Thanksgiving dinner at your house? Yes. And it was good? I, I guess. Did you get a turkey from Luby's? No. No? I don't know where we got them. <laughs> I bought one in the smoker, and I put one in the oven, and I don't remember much. It's right. two years in a row I don't remember much. Chuck, come on, That's man. my thing now. I mean, I get so what, drunk get wasted on, on major holidays? I get, yeah. <laughs> I get so drunk on Thanksgiving. Christmas morning, you're going to be hungover? I d- yeah. No, uh, not Christmas, but Thanksgiving. Apparently, that's my thing now. So you need a niche. That's yeah, we drank niche. a whole bottle of Jameson. All right. Good for you. Yeah. Well, that's a fine I filled liquor. my deer tag, though. I finally killed something. You didn't get Hennigan's, the no-smell, no-tell scotch? No, that scotch is gross. H-E-N. What'd you kill? 
I caught a deer. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Finally murdered feel, something. Feel more manly now. Don't Absolutely. You? Yeah, good for you. Fraser's full. <laughs> good Great. for you. Went to the soccer game. All right. Oh, Atlanta United last Yeah, night? that was awesome. Good for you. All that right. was a good game. All right, enough, Chuck. Uh, Deb, <laughs> how was your weekend? Everything good? My weekend was pretty low-key. I just yeah. helped out with a blanket drive, and that was about it. All right. Oh, a blanket drive. For yeah. whom? For my church. Aw. He didn't hit me up for donations. I've got- Do you have a blanket? I have tons of blankets. All right, we'll yeah. bring them in. I'll, I'll take them. I'm, I was just about to give him to Goodwill, but- they all have smallpox, but he has lots of blankets. <laughs> no, they just have dog hair on them. Do I have to clean I, them first? I will, yes, I'll clean them all and right. take them over there. Fantastic. Sure. All right. Uh, my weekend was fine. It was good. Um, all right. So before, we're going to talk about Brian McCann returning to the Braves, by the way. Uh, in case you didn't uh, hear, the Braves signed McCann, uh, their former all-star catcher and hometown kid, to a one-year, $2 million contract. Uh, that's fantastic news. Uh, Brian McCann at a press conference earlier this afternoon. This is just perfect timing for, for my two kids, my wife, to be home. Um, to help this team win a championship. I've, I've known McCann since he was in the minor leagues. I had him on the show before he got called on up to the Braves, followed his career. Great dude. I play in a celebrity softball game every year. Just an amazing dude, and I'm, I'm really glad he's back. This is a day I didn't know that would, would happen when I left um, in two, after 2013. This is uh, as special of a day for me as any I've had in my career. So happy. So we'll talk about that, but I've got a little, uh, I don't know how to phrase this, an ethical question? I guess that's the way I'll do it. So I want to know how I should have handled this situation. It happened tonight. Okay. So I've got Bosco with me, by the way, in studio. So I had I had to come to the studio early to do an interview, which never happened. But on the way, I had to pick up my dry cleaning because I got a, a promo shoot tomorrow. So I needed my suit cleaned. And I had to stop and get dinner at the Chinese restaurant. It's all in the same strip mall. Uh, I stopped at um, Ralph's Cleaners. My buddy Sonny owns it. So I stopped there to get all my dry cleaning and, and laundry and everything. And as I'm uh, bringing out the, the dry cleaning, so it's a tight parking lot and there's a car next to me. And as I'm coming around to, to put the dry cleaning, hanging up on the thing in the back seat, you, know, you have one of those hooks yeah. that you hang the clothes on. I don't know if it's that's what you're supposed to hang on there. but Yeah, that's what, that's what you're supposed to hang. So I, the car next to me on the other side of me, the passenger side door opens up and bam, hits the side of my car. And I'm like, son of a gun, you know. And you like, have a nice car. It's decent. I mean, it's used, well, but it's nice. Better than mine. It's nice. I don't have the only thing that your car is better than mine is you have a swim dad sticker on. That's it. true. That I, I I will never. You're not at that. that level yet. No, I'm not at that <laughs> level. So I mean, I'm I'm hazzled, I'm frazzled. I'm I've got stuff to do. I got Bosco in the car, but someone just popped the side of my car hard. Like I heard it. It was like dunk. I was like ah. So I'm I'm steamed. So I come around, and it was the back seat passenger. Um, they had backed into their spot, and I pulled in front. So it hit my dryer, my passenger side front door, whatever. And I come around ready to, like, get mad, and it was a little kid in the back seat that opened the door, and, they, like, the parents were in the front seat. What At that point, I'm not going to tell you what I did yet, but I want a little ethical quiz here. That situation I just described, I come around, I'm heated, Dinged up my car. I come around the bend, and there's a kid, I don't know, four years old, that opened the door. Um, we'll start with Deb Green, the mm -hmm. uh, the conscience of the Mark Aram show. <laughs> um, what what do you do in that situation right there? Oh, you kind of have to address the kid like, uh-oh, what did you do? So they don't feel too bad, but they know they kind of did something wrong, and then you stare down the parents, right? Well, the parent. I mean, it's not the parents' fault at all, well, right? They should I mean, teach their kid how to open it. Yeah. That, and I mean, not yeah. to open it when, you know. Yeah. 
when there's a jaguar next to it. Well, <laughs> well not to open it at all. So you say, you you say, uh oh. Yeah, that's how I would deal with my nieces and nephews. Yeah, like what did you do so they know that's that they did Bosco. something? Yes, Bosco, yes. Happened? Talk to them like a dog. What happened? <laughs> talk like a dog. Um, that's what, how I actually do talk <laughs> yeah. to kids right now. All right, Longoria. Um, same situation happens to you. What do you, yeah, I know, Bosco. We're talking about you. Um, what do you do there in that situation? Yeah, it's it, it, probably uh, before kids. Yeah, I probably would have gotten mad. But now that I have kids and I understand how dumb sometimes they are, and they just do things for the, no reason at all, yeah, I probably would have given the kid a break as, as long as it wasn't like a big old, you know, huge. It, it turned dent. out to be not a big. Yeah, like, I would have just. It sounded worse than it actually. I would have just maybe was. looked at it and kind of walked off. And if the parents would have said something, I would have been like, "Ah, oh, that's cool. Don't worry about it." Yeah, because yeah. I kind of understand kids opening doors nowadays. They yeah, do that yeah. all the time. You know, um, Chuck, this is the one I'm waiting for. <laughs> this happens to you. Kid opens the door right into your uh, F-150, whatever pickup truck you got out there, uh, bangs the door. You come around heated, and you find it's a, a four-year-old kid that opened the door. What do you do? I don't care if he's four, 16, or 60. Like, you talk to the parents. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even address the kid. I'd see if there's any damage, and then talk to the parents, because if there is, they're, they're responsible. I don't even address the kid, because I don't care. All right. That doesn't make any difference. So but if, I would absolutely assume, talk to the parents. Let's assume there's damage. What do you say to the parents? Exchange we need to exchange information because you just whacked my car and put a dent in it. Yeah, that doesn't make any difference. Kid opened it, you opened it. You're responsible for it's your their kid. car. Yeah. yeah. So I just I would have immediately asked for their information to exchange you know insurance information because they're going to pay for the me to fix a dent or whatever yeah. they did. Interesting. If there's no damage, then I wouldn't worry about it. Do you but. do that, Longori? Do you look for reparation at all from the the parents? It's no I, different I, I if mean, they backed into you. Yeah, it depends. I mean, a, a little dent, ding. I mean, I wouldn't put that much. You know, into it. Yeah. I mean, if they backed into me and they did some yeah, damage yeah, yeah, or something. Sure. You know, the if kid, the four year old, the kid into threw, a, <laughs> threw it in reverse and it backed into me. Then, yeah, we're gonna have yeah. to exchange. Damage is damage. Yeah. Uh, Deb, I what do you think about that? So. Do you look for reparations from the parents? Absolutely. Really? Yeah, you're yeah. bad parents. Teach your kid to be they, more they responsible. Have, but what? I mean, what is that? I don't even know what that costs. Like ninety They're bucks to different. get a dent out or whatever. Depends on the dent. A lot of times, what yeah. they'll do is they'll have to replace the door. It depends on the size of the dent. They're right. more, they'll have more to than paint likely. The whole side. They'll the have to paint the whole panel. side, or yeah. they'll just replace the door. So, absolutely interesting. Like, I'm not eating that dent just because your kid. Oh, like, it doesn't make any difference to me. I would exchange information and make them pay for it. So, so interesting. I, I should have been calling you guys on a on a group call <laughs> yeah you would have gotten so i see that it's a it's a four-year-old girl that does it so i like immediately my i went from threat level midnight to oh it's a, a little kid right and the dad gets out of the car um and i punch him in the nose <laughs> you did no such thing i cannot imagine that at all no um and i, I looked it so I, it didn't I, I looked at the dent before, like, I calmed down. I saw that it was a kid. I looked at the, the door, and I actually couldn't even see a dent or anything. Um, so then I was just like, the guy The guy looked at me, and I was like, I just, you know, it was it was not a nice car that hit me. You know, it was, you know, they, they these weren't, there was no way I was going to go after, you know, even if it was the mom. Well, paint it, their insurance paint. Who cares? I don't think they had insurance, man. It was, it was. Not my problem. I know. It was my problem. It was not your car. No, I'm saying it was mine. It's not my problem. You don't no. have insurance. Like, so uh, it might have been different. You know, if there was no kid, if it was the adult that did it, I might have said. Sure, then that's easy. But again, there was no dent, so there was no reason to, to, to do anything. But it was just a weird situation. Like, I was like, real. I went from really mad to like, oh, calm down. It's a four-year-old kid. You know, it was an interesting, I don't know. It was an interesting situation. I like the way you guys handled it, though. 
I like all of your answers there. Me, I just punch the guy in the face. <laughs> While the, staring at the four-year-old? Punch the guy, <laughs> yeah, punch well, the guy in so the face. So she knows. <laughs> I said, I knocked out your papa. This is what your dad gets when you hit my car. And I pulled the wallet out of his uh, pocket and took 60 bucks off. And I threw his wallet at his wife. I was like, get out of here. So, all right, interesting. I just wanted to get that off and see how you would have handled it. No, it was no big deal. But it could have been a big deal. I mean, if, if there was no girl and there was damage, I was... Uh, there would have been words exchanged. I know, Bosco. I know. We're going to go to break right now because it's Movie Monday. Second hour of the show, we're going to do Movie Monday. Longoria, however, now that he's back on the other side of the takeout window, is playing a Movie Monday soundtrack. And we do have a prize pack tonight, a good one. So at the end of the show, if you guess what soundtrack this is, you'll win the WSB prize pack. We'll come back talking. Brian McCann's Homecoming, 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 724, 41 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aaron Powell's with you on a movie Monday. We're going to talk about uh, Brian McCann in just a second, but we do have a couple of calls to kick things off. We'll start off with our buddy Lee in Ackworth. Lee, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, Mark. How you doing, sir? What's going on, Lee? I just got to jump out of the car and hit that, hit the, hit that car with a hammer. Really? No, you can't do that. <laughs> Way to escalate the situation. <laughs> no, you wouldn't want to do that. I'm just no. Kidding. I don't know. It was. I mean, it it, it all worked out fine because there's no damage, and it was a kid, so I, you know, I wasn't really mad. I'm sure I did that plenty of times as a kid. I, I guarantee you I did, and I got four kids, and I guarantee you that happened more than once. Yeah, and I'm sure the parents yeah. felt bad. You know, like their their we did their kid knocks out. The, was it you? I know. I'm saying we did when that happened. Oh, all right. I was, <laughs> I was like, was that you, Lee? <laughs> was, was it you? <laughs> was it you? Sorry, I punched you in the nose, Lee. No, it it, it turned out fine. But it's, I mean, it it's it's a nice reminder to, you know, no matter like in the grand scheme of things, that's a small thing to happen. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, it well, doesn't my, really matter. My actual, yeah, my actual opinion on cars is: look, all these cars we drive. I don't care what car you drive. They made a whole bunch of them. And if you need to get it fixed, you get it fixed. <laughs> yeah, no exactly, deal. exactly. But uh, uh, it was... I got another car-related thing for you. Yeah, go ahead, Lee. So, yeah, I actually have the low-T racing team. Oh, and... you're the low-T Lee. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we got a race coming up. They actually have a seat available. Uh-oh. And I wanted to offer it to low-T. Chuck, you want to you want a seat in the low-T racing yeah. uh, empire? That'd be cool, man. It, when is and it? this is Road Atlanta. Yeah, when is it? Road Atlanta. Roadland, December 8th and 9th. Oh, Chuck's free. I know he's free the 9th. I don't know about the 8th. The 8th is our Christmas party. But December 9th, I think. Uh, you can get behind the wheel, so. Chuck. All right. Done. All right, Lee, I'm going to put you on hold. Low T's going to okay. get some info from you. All right, look at that. We're making stuff happen for Low T. Scott's in Bethlehem. Scott, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, Mark? What up, brother? Sorry about your door ding. That's okay. It's all good. Uh, it goes back to... Um... Parents not paying attention, boss. Yeah. Cars have had this little thing. When you open the door, you can flip it, and it doesn't let your kids open the doors. Oh, yeah, the child well, locks. Yeah. my uh, I've got a 17-year-old daughter, and when I was raising her, oh, no, you do not unbuckle yourself. Yeah. You do not get out of the car. The, the, I'm t- the, this car was old enough. There, It was pre-child lock days. There's no chance that, that uh, this car had child locks. Um, it was, it, I mean, it turned out to be no big deal. I wouldn't have done anything anyway if it hadn't been. You know me. Yeah. 
I had fried rice in my hand and Bosco in the in the car. I was <laughs> I had stuff to do. Uh, we're gonna come back. We will talk about Brian McCann's return to the Braves. Your thoughts on that? And uh, we still have a movie Monday. Johnny Kilbasa with a football minute. A lot of fun stuff. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Louis Anderson, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 737-23 in front of, you know what, 8 o'clock. It's Mark Aram and uh, crew, Deb Green, Longoria, and Loti. We are all full up on the uh, Christmas cards, right? We're done? They should. They yeah, should you be, hit your quota last week. Okay, they should be arriving tomorrow, Okay. according to my, uh, my tracker, the package tracker. I'm fascinated by those things. You ever track your packages, guys? Always. Yep, all the time. It's so fun. It's like left Des Moines, Iowa. Yep. Picked up in Whitefish, Montana. You know, in transit, Duluth, Minnesota. I just love it. Fascinates me. Uh, I'm weird. I get it. Uh, we're going to do Movie Monday at 8, but I, I want to talk more about Brian McCann returning to the Braves. In case you missed it, uh, news you hear heard on WSB, Brian McCann has returned to the Atlanta Braves, signed a one-year, $2 million deal. He is very happy to come home. To put this uniform back on, the love I have for this organization, the love I have for for everybody from top to bottom. What I love about this story, I love Brian McCann first off, and I'm so happy he's back. As soon as he was a free agent, I was like, oh, I'll let him sign him, let him sign him. It's going to be great for the team, leadership, lefty, righty, catcher, platoon behind the plate, all this good stuff. But it got me thinking, um, wouldn't that be cool if like, so he's coming back to retire with the Braves, right? Wouldn't it be cool if like that happened in real life too? You're like, I finish up at WSB. Let's say Longoria, you finish up at WSB okay. 15 years from now. And you you know what? You're like, I'm going to retire with the, the, the first company I worked for. I'm going to go back, work one year at CeCe's Pizza in Lubbock, Texas. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the homecoming. Like, yeah. like for me, it would be like, all right, I'm at my career at WSB's over. It was a great run. But, you know, I started at Skytop Bowling Lanes on East Main Street. I'm going to go work there one year, retire at Skytop Lanes. And you have a press conference. I'm, I'm so glad to be back at Skytop. <laughs> I had so many great memories at the snack bar. Um, unfortunately, that bowling alley doesn't exist anymore, so it wouldn't be good for me. But yeah. uh, wouldn't that be cool in real life? Like, that's what you do? Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, your last year of work, you go back to your first job. What was what was your first job, Deb? On a farm. On a farm? Yeah. Uh, this is Deb Green. Uh, before I announced my retirement, I signed a one-year deal at uh, Green Acres Farms in Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm going to squeeze those udders. What <laughs> wasn't a dairy farm? For one, for one last year. <laughs> what kind you of said farm it was, was it? A dairy farm. Greenery. What's a greenery? Greenery. It's uh, corn, soy, oh, alfalfa. Yeah. yeah. So what? Did, what was your job? Uh, my first year there was like detasseling. Like I know what that means. It's, what is it's, that? You pull the top off a of corn so that the certain it pollinates certain other corn, and you can make a specific breed. What? In the field. In the you're, field. I was in the field. How about that? In the that? field, you're doing this to corn. 
Not really. No? No. Detasseling. Well, you have a little thing that cuts it off. Okay, fair enough. Chuck, uh, what was your first job? Would it be cool to retire back like to it? First official job yeah. where you get like a, a pay stub? Like yeah, yeah. Supposed to just money Not cutting lawns. Exactly, working. yeah. Uh, Universal Athletic. It's a little, just a little athletic shop up in the Northwest. They had like five stores. Um, they sold mostly athletic gear to high schools. Oh, okay. So were you stock boy? Basically, yeah. They had a little show floor. Like you could go in and people would get baseball equipment and stuff like that. So that seems I like a pretty good job. Equipment. Yeah, it was cool. I used to sell baseball. I got a lot of cheap athletic equipment out yeah. of it. And, yeah. I never thought, like, we had two competing sports stores in my town. Yeah. Sports Palace. And what was the other one? I can't remember the other one. But it was like really heated. Oh yeah, like, no. It was there were two guys, two Italian guys. One owned Sports Palace, Sportsman's Paradise was the other one, and they were on the other side of town. And it was it was really. And I knew like family members of both the owners. And it was like, oh, you know, I heard you were at Sports Palace the other day. <laughs> I was like, it's close to my house, man. You know, it's not. But they would like they would fight over the who get the high school gear and like the accounts there. It was it was big. It was like mafia kind of stuff. So they they were right next to another athletic store called Big Bear, Big Bear Athletics, mm-hmm. and the owner of Universal Athletic used to kick customers out, legitimately kick them out of his store if they brought up prices over at Big Bear. They're like, well, I can get this cheaper at Big Bear. He'd be like, then go buy it. <laughs> He'd kick them out Sweet. if they even brought it up. That's where Chuck like, got his work ethic for. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, he would he would boot him out of his own store. So nice. yeah, no, it was. <laughs> well, that that must be part of the business because it. Was, I think so. It was cutthroat, it was very, man. Very, there was a lot of animosity. Yeah. Like I remember one year it was uh, in Babe Ruth League baseball, which is um, right after Little League, like thirteen to fifteen year olds, and uh, there was a heated fight on who was going to supply the balls mm-hmm. for Babe Ruth League. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> yeah. no, because they, they they would sign small contracts with all the high schools. Yep. To outfit like the football yeah. team with their gear yep, and all exactly. that other stuff. Oh no no! They used to send us over there until they until they worked figured out who we were. Uh, Rick would send us over to Big Bear to see what their price sale prices were yeah. for stuff. Like they'd have have a big weekend sale on whatever. He'd send us over there to find out what the price was, and then he'd put bigger signs up in front of Universal Athletic, like literally five dollars cheaper. So you'd have to wear a disguise and go in. We well until they figured it out, and then we, they started. They wouldn't let us in the door because they knew we worked for you. Uni- oh no, I'm not kidding. It was a, that th- that summer was fun, but yeah. it, it was like very guerrilla warfare. Like low T, go in there, put yeah. on this fake nose and mustache. I felt like Kramer going in with the price mark gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> change the price to to Change all the prices. That's yeah. fantastic. Uh, so that's the question uh, in honor of Brian McCann returning um if you could go back and, and retire at your first job would you do it and and what job was it 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB talk uh speaking of nothing in particular but uh, we love her anyway meg in pennsylvania yes. tiny village in western pennsylvania blah 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 blah. what's going on meg happy thanksgiving belatedly <laughs> what the heck was that that was uh that that's was your, mark. that's your little sounder oh, now glorious. Hello, how you doing? <laughs> Haven't heard from you in a while. So good. She called when you were off, Longoria. I, oh, she did. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's hard to hear you. I got a stupid flip phone, but I got some weird presents. I got a tarantula and some Christmas cards and that. Well, well, hold on. You got a tarantula? Well, it no, it, it it's uh, no, it it's you know it it uh. Oh, brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so someone bought you a, a large spider. Yeah, well, 
I think they're cool. You know, where do you where are you keeping it? Skulls. Where are you keeping it, Meg? Oh, right. on top of my TV. In a jar or? No, no, no. He's he's not alive. It, it, it's a, a ceramic thing. Oh, all but, right. You know. <laughs> a ceramic. All right, I feel better now. I was worried about your your safety. Meg, what was your first job? Do you remember your first job ever? Yeah, oh, brother. Gee whiz. I, uh, I was a waitress, and I, you know, I got fired. You know, just, you know I, I gave, you know, everybody, you know, their food, and, you know, I got the orders mixed up, and you know, I said, well, eat it anyway, because, you know, it's, Perfectly good food. Eat it anyway. And, not what not what they want to hear. Eat it anyway. Well, it's food. You know, yeah. Well, they didn't give me a tip, but I thought, you know, I lasted a day and a half. But you know, whoops. But it was it was a good experience. Excellent, Meg. Always a pleasure, my dear. Have fun with the uh, tarantula on top of your TV. Uh, Chuck's in Decula. Chuck, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thank you, Mark. How are you? What's up, brother? Well, I, I tell you, you know, it's funny. I'm sort of like Deb Green in a way that uh, I grew up on a farm, so that was kind of my first job because you had to, you know, I had to get up and work before I went to school, but that wasn't a paying job. But I did work in a in a deli um, when I was like uh, six. Well, I was actually 15. You were supposed to be 16 legally back then, but it was it was actually a very nice Jewish deli um, in North Carolina, uh, and uh, and the people were really cool, and everything, and so they, you know, I washed dishes and I did things and made some deliveries and stuff, and uh, you know that'd be nice because uh, I've had you know other jobs since then, and I'm doing pretty well now at my age. I'm getting older, but yeah, to retire there and and eat some nice Rubens, that wouldn't that wouldn't yeah, I think it'd be all. fun, like <laughs> especially if uh, I mean my my job's a little different, but let's say you worked in the corporate world, you know. You spent uh, 30 years at uh, IBM, and then you're, you're going to retire from IBM. But you know what? I worked at Shakey's Pizza in high school. <laughs> I'm going to go back and work. And then you work one year at Shakey's Pizza. I think what a great way to end your, your working career, like to have all that experience and then go back and, and, you know, working with high school kids and, you know, you know. Back in back in back that. in sixty two, you know, <laughs> the shaky's bucket of chicken was only six bucks. Yes, Chuck. I have a friend right now. He's an engineer for a big oil company. But his very first job, I'm not kidding, when he was eighteen, he was the money man in the cash cage at a strip club. Wow, that'd how be a he, job to go back that to. Awesome. When he was eighteen, I don't. He knew somebody, and they yeah. needed some. So the girls would come, and then he. Basically, was just a, a small accountant behind this big cage. They called it the cash cage huh. at a strip club. I've never been to a strip club. Where where exactly is the cash cage <laughs> located? <laughs> this one was located off to the side, but you know the DJ booth. Yeah, yeah it was off to the side over there. Interesting. There a little back end. Did you know they had cash cages in? Uh... Oh, not. speaking of cash cages, did you see who died? <laughs> no, but <laughs> that's that? a hell of a thing. You're, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna understand. <laughs> Chuck will understand in a second. Eddie Sawyer from Deadwood. The actor. Really? Remember the guy that worked with Cy Tolliver? Yeah. And he did the craps game? Yes. And he was in the cash cage? Yeah. He died uh, two days ago. Yeah. That's a bummer. I know. So how are they going to put him in the movie? I, I don't think he was cast in the movie anyway because he was off the show at that point. Yeah. He and Yeah, he fled town after Cy Tolliver found out he was double-crossing he was him. 
double dipping. I love that guy though, Eddie yeah, Sawyer. He was great. Yeah. Ah, that's a bummer. I know. I know. Sorry to bring you down, Chuck. Yeah. Uh, David's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, David. Hey, how you doing, Mark? What's up, brother? Hey, yeah, you wanted to know about first jobs. When I was eight years old, I started delivering newspapers at the Tiger Times up in Oregon. The Tiger Times, and what did you make per week? Oh, boy, I don't even remember. Probably about 10 or $15. But you'd get a lot of money back then. Yeah, but you'd get, like, it was, I remember my buddy EJ did a paper route. Um, and I, whenever I'd stay over his house, like we'd have to get up the next morning and help him with his paper route, and uh, uh, it was a, that's a tough gig, especially in a cold climate. Like it'd be snowing out, and he'd had to deliver papers on his bike. But I remember he yep. used to get like huge Christmas bonuses from the customer. Like the old ladies would, you know, give him like fifty dollars. Nice. Yeah, he cleaned oh, oh, yeah. up during Christmas. Yeah, I had one of those. You remember those uh, canvas, big fat canvas bags? Oh yeah. On your Yep, that's what I did on my bicycle. Well, now that sounds like a tough job. Would you go back and do that one more year before you retired? It was kind of fun. I probably would. Yeah, it'd be good exercise for you anyway. Stay in shape. All right, we're coming back. Uh, Brian McCann returns to the brace for a one-year deal. If you could go back to your first job for a one-year deal, would you do it? And what did you do? 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, it's eventually Movie Monday on The Mark Aram Show. All right, welcome back to the show. 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk, in case you're just joining us. Brian McCann, back with the Braves. This opportunity for me means a lot, and I want to come back. I want to win a championship here, and this team that they have is uh, ha- has the possibility to do that. Coming back to retire with the team he started, would you retire at your first job ever? Ken's in Woodstock. Kenny, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thanks, Mark and uh, gang. I appreciate your program every night. Thank you, buddy. I had the best job in the world as a 15, 16, 17-year-old part-timer whenever school was done. I worked for a wholesale record and tape distributor, and I pretty much just packed orders, as, as best I recall. And how many, how many of those uh, fell off the truck into your pocket? bunch a bunch <laughs> but, but, but 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 by the way most of them were free freebies they were promo records and lots of free concert tickets wow. I, would, I would do that i would do that again for my last working year i don't know why second, you're still I'm... not doing that ken that's fantastic <laughs> there was a guy so i used to work at my uncle's cigar store you this is going to drive you crazy deb and he'd come in he was a nice guy he's from nashville i can't remember his name but he was a traveling executive for sony music and we'd come in and buy cigars and, you know, well-to-do guy. And he, he knew I could get Cuban cigars because back in the day I had access to them. And he's like, I'm not going to – I won't pay you for them. But he hands me the Sony Music Catalog. He goes, you pick out anything you want and I'll get it for you for free in exchange for Cuban cigars. Mm-hmm. What Which, did you pick? I didn't do it. I couldn't afford it. Like the, the Cuban cigars cost me $350 a uh. box. So I didn't have the money to front – like now would be a no-brainer. Like to get anything in the Sony Music Collection, I wanted. I don't know. I'm thinking of their artists now, but yeah, okay. Back then. <laughs> Back then, it was yeah. it was fit. But I, I didn't have the I didn't have any money to to do the trade with them. So oh. I know, I know. Not as cool as that guy working in the uh, yeah wholesale records. 
apartment, whatever. Uh, we're going to come back. We'll, we'll finish up your calls, and we'll kick off Movie Monday. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Uh, hang tight. We'll be right back. This is The Mark Aram Show. This is Rosie Perez, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 8.07, seven minutes after 8 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. My entire family is here tonight. Deb Green produces the show. Longoria, the uh, sometimes stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T screens your calls. Low uh, We're going to kick off movie Monday in a second. Um, it's 41. I just went outside with Bosco. It's 41 degrees and windy. It feels like 20 outside. It's awful. The wind chill? Yeah. Like 40 degrees isn't that bad. I could walk out and usually in short sleeves in 40 degrees, but the wind. Not with the wind. Oh, my goodness. It's like a wind tunnel, too, out in the courtyard. Yeah. For reason. All right. Anyway, Kirk Mellish has got your blah, blah, blah forecast and all that stuff. <laughs> I did the promo. I promoed the weather. You did. Check it off your log there, Longoria. All right. All right, Movie Monday. We're going to do two things on Movie Monday. So Deb showed me the story. This happened around 3.30, I guess, this afternoon when I was sleeping. Uh, NASA landed something on Mars, which to me is still absolutely incredible that that we can do that. And it was like uh, they're not really sure. The success rate of landing stuff on Mars is like 30%, kind of like uh, Russ's dating percentage 30 percent of the women he dates wind yeah. up moving in inside of uh inside of five let me get let me get russ on before yeah. don't don't play a sound yet russ what is that about 30 percent of the women you meet wind up living with you uh god more than that probably 50 percent. <laughs> all right so you got a better success rate than nasa landing on mars so nasa lands this thing on mars today which is i think is a huge deal i love space exploration i think obviously someday we're going to just crap the bed out of this planet and if the human race is going to survive it's going to have to be somewhere else and it, and it might have to be mars anyway for movie monday your favorite movie that takes place in space okay so that's one topic second topic is you know i hate the patriots but i respect tom brady and bill Belichick. i mean they're the best in what they do i, I just respect the hell out of them and brady said in an interview because you know eventually there's gonna be a tom brady movie you know, maybe it might be a crappy ESPN movie or something, but eventually there's going to be a Tom Brady movie, and they asked who he wants to play, and he said Mark Wahlberg. That's a terrible idea. Well, really? First of all, Tom Brady's like 6'3", yes. and Mark Wahlberg is like Sanjay's height. <laughs> so unless they CGI him into a taller dude or they just hire other short actors to make him <laughs> Like look, really shorter actors? Yeah. Uh, that's what he said. So the second Movie Monday topic is today, uh, if a movie was made about your life, who would play you? And we're going to go around real quick. Um, I think it's a no-brainer. Adam Sandler is playing me, right? Okay. I mean, that's All what right. everyone says, that I kind of look like Adam Sandler. Deb Green, though. What do you think about Deb Green? I don't know. Nobody. I'm saying Winona Ryder. I'll take that. Yeah, right? All right. I could okay, see Winona yeah. Ryder. Okay. 
or Red Fox. Is this, is this alive or like anybody alive or dead? Just like they get, no, they have to be alive. All right. No. Yeah. Or oh, do you want the? Chick I'm just from, thinking like if there's an actress I really like, who would who would you really want? The girl play? from Breakfast at Tiffany's, maybe. No, I was thinking Audrey Rosalind Hepburn. Russell, but I don't even know who that is. Who would play uh, Longoria and Chuck? Lou Ferrigno could play Longoria. That would be fun. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would. I, I mean, the yeah. muscles, okay. I, I'd go for that, but I don't think I, I look like Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> you'd be funny. Uh, you'd be great. I think maybe, uh, and I'm, I'm not saying this to compliment Chuck at all. Right, right. Which you shouldn't. But maybe, like, if they put some ugly makeup on Bradley Cooper. Oh, there you go. Mm. No? No, I don't think so. No? Who would play Chuck? I don't know. All right. Well, think about that. Not Bradley Cooper. And those are the Movie Monday topics, folks. For you, uh, your favorite movie that's set in space, and who would play you in a uh, movie of your life? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. All right, Russ in Gainesville. We'll get to you right now, buddy. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk. What's going on, my friend? Hi, guys. Uh, Sitting here with my girlfriend. You know, I looked up Deb Green. She's not bad. No, she's not bad, and she wears <laughs> you latex. You looked me up. How did you look me up? I'm Where not you, really well, on I social media. Up, I mean, Where what? was that at? I put picture of Deb Green from WSB. And Probably it not me. me. Well, let me let me Google that. I'm going to see what comes up. Picture of Deb Green. You're going to get it on bill- the Christmas card. You made a billboard of you. You can yeah. find Deb- me maybe on the Rivers website. You're on the east side. WSB. Let's see what it says. What? Yeah, that oh, yeah, was, a lot of images there, come up. Really? Yeah, not WSB. all of them are you. Oh, okay, yeah, exactly. Not all of them are me. <laughs> this, this, is, this is what comes up when you uh, Google picture of Deb Green on WSB. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> left eye? Yeah. All right, I'll smudge some stuff under my left uh, eye. Too funny. Yeah, so you get a picture of Deb on the uh, on the Christmas card, Russ, so you, you can enjoy that. Okay. Yeah. All right, everything else good? I would get good? that guy that played Kramer to be me. I could see that, Michael Richards. Yeah, what's his name? Yeah, Michael. Michael Rich. Yeah, what's his name? He's Michael. not doing anything now. <laughs> no, exactly. He die, he'd kill for the work. We could get him at uh, at cost. Yeah. All right. Good to hear from Russ, as always. Uh, another back to back Russes. This is our buddy Russ in Rome. Russ, what's going on, buddy? Hey, Mark. As always, I love your show. Thank you, sir. Um, I, you know, as far as it's got to be a toss up, a tile for the uh, movies in space. Yeah. Because I love Armageddon. But I'm an Apollo 13 guy. I love Apollo 13. You know, it took me t- 10 or 15 years to see Apollo 13. I didn't see it when it came out, and I just never saw it. And I watched it for the first time like five years ago. What a great movie that yeah, is. Yeah, it's a good movie. I really yeah, like that movie. It's awesome. Yeah. And, and, and I've been told I resemble Tom Cruise, so I guess Tom Cruise. All right. Uh, hey, cool. Russ, you could do worse than Tom Cruise. That's another short actor. Yes. He's like five. Have you ever met him in person? Yeah. Five foot five-ish, maybe? Mm, he's, I think he's like five seven. Five, yeah, no, he's really? Ta- yeah, he's taller oh, right. than I am. Yeah. He's probably wearing lifts. He could like be. Sanjay wears lifts sometimes. Chris is in Norcross. Chris, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. How you doing? What's going on, buddy? Nothing much. I'm uh, just sitting in my car listening to your show, and uh, I know it's a little bit past when you were talking about this, but you said um, if you could retire and, and work a year before you retire at your first job, what would you be doing? And uh, I'd be working for myself because uh, when I was about 12 or 13, uh, I was running with the wrong crowd, and uh, I got a uh, a break-in charge kind of thrown on me. I, I kind of took the bail for it, Ooh. and uh, I had a $500 uh, charge that I had to pay for. So what I did is I opened up my own business uh, moving trash cans. So what I would do is every week before the trash people would come, I'd move the trash cans from the side of the house to the street, and then back once they've run their course, and uh, I do it for one dollar. And the, like and, the people uh, that own the trash cans would pay you a buck to to do that. 
Yeah, they would. I'd go, I'd go door to door, and I'd have little business cards that my dad uh, he helped me pick them out, or yeah. and like and print them and everything. It was, uh, it was called Wilcan. That's uh, that's my middle name, and I was very proud of it. Very proud of it. I made uh, over a year. I made about five hundred dollars, and it was enough to uh, to cover that charge. And and the judge was very proud of me when uh, when I came forth, and he heard what uh, what I did to get that money. So he he said that it was. Uh, it's very nice. So that's pretty ingenious. Uh, I like that. People. Well, it, it, I, I was, think it was actually could, my father's idea. <laughs> you could have made even more if you took people's trash out. Because that's that's one thing. If you like taking the trash out. If oh, you I'd pay that dude. You know exactly. A if lot you of don't money. have kids to do it for you, like I remember as a kid, my mom every day take the trash out, take, but and then bring the cans in. And but so that's a smart little business venture there. Because if you don't have a little Mark Aram to go get the trash and bring in the cans. That's smart. Yeah, I can't wait till the girls are old enough. Five bucks a week, you'd pay that. Take the trash oh, out. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd pay more. Exactly. Maybe I'll do that I when I retire. The trash out. It sucks. Yeah. I always squash it down. That's what I do. Squash it down. Matt's in Dunwoody. Matt, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Love the show, man. Thanks, buddy. So, uh, first job I had uh, when I was fourteen, I was uh, I worked at Dunkin' Donuts up in Roswell. I got up every morning and I made the donuts. That's a good. That's a good job. Uh, yeah, to some, um, <laughs> <laughs> I have not been able to eat a Dunkin' Donut since, since then in 23 years. I'm, now. I'm, I can feel you. I worked part-time at a bakery in, uh, during the summer and one of my jobs was to make the donuts and I didn't have a donut for 10 years, but I'm over that uh, now. Yeah. I'll eat them. So we, I got a real we, quick Dunkin' Donuts story. Guy. You ready we for this? We had a regular guy in the, uh, in, in the shop named Big Bob that just basically lived there. And uh, one day I asked him, so, so, hey, Mr. Bob, how you doing? What, what, what are you up to? And he, uh, he stopped and he thought for a second. He goes, hmm, about 450 pounds. That's, well, that's Big Bob. He'll eat the French collars. <laughs> so my buddy Paul worked the overnight shift at Dunkin' Donuts in my town. And he, he, is, he was the laziest dude I ever met in my entire life. And I say that with love. Great dude, but lazy as all get out. And the overnight shift, it was a lot of just – Sitting there, refilling the sugar, mopping the floor, and filling donuts. Like the donuts are already made, and you just got to put them in the machine, and they pump jelly in them or cream or whatever. He was so lazy. He rounded up like six homeless people in my town, and made <laughs> and they'd come in every night and do all his work for him. Shut up! And he yeah. would, would he pay them? He would give them the donuts, donuts that he's gonna throw away. Because at the end of the day, you have to throw away the day-old donuts. So you'd walk in there at 3 in the morning. You got a homeless guy mopping the floor. You got a homeless guy cleaning the booths. Another homeless guy filling the donuts in the back with jelly. <laughs> and he would just give them, like, bags of donuts. He's going he's to throw them out anyway. They're yeah. day-old donuts. Yeah. And he'd be sitting in there, you know, reading a magazine, watching TV. And there's this little army of homeless people in there. They also like tops of muffins, too. Muffin tops, yeah. exactly. But, I mean, it was, it was win-win for everybody. The homeless people, like, they had a purpose. They got donuts. And, and my lazy, he had his own little crew going. Yeah, my, la my lazy ass friend was just sitting there with a seat up. Spike and homeless diabetes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah they didn't get much protein in that diet. Yeah. And you know, at the end of the day, it's the donuts like it's like the plain cake donut. You know, that's the one that's right. Left there's over. nothing good. Yeah, the good ones are already gone. The chocolate right. glazed. Yeah. When you're hungry, you'll eat anything. Exactly right. But if, <laughs> I mean, people would walk in like, "What the?" Like some wackadoo Willy Wonka. <laughs> scene. <laughs> like, I could do really you got yeah. Homeless Oompa Loompas yeah. like mopping. Oompa, yeah, Oompa, I don't know if I'd want to eat a donut. 
from made, you know, from yeah, homeless. Yeah, no. The, yeah, well, the the guy, the homeless guy in the back was feeling, you couldn't see him. He was, <laughs> yeah, the, he, like, the most responsible homeless dude was, he was, was making the donuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, that was the top uh, homeless guy. Yeah. But they loved it, man. They, lo- I mean, what? They're inside. It's cold. They yeah, get to stay yeah. inside. Absolutely. I'm I'm sure he gave them free coffee and hot chocolate too, right? It wasn't just the day old donuts. Yeah, yeah coffee's cheap. Yeah, day, day old coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd walk in there and you're like, "What the hell is going on in here?" Ah, <laughs> uh, good stuff. I that I thought was genius. Uh, I give my my lazy friend Paul some credit there. Ray joins us in Athens. Ray, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? Um, listen, normally uh, I'm. On the road about every third Monday coming from Atlanta, and my call drops off uh, because I'm coming later. So I wanted to get this in. The nice thing about you guys is you, uh, if you're a little off topic, you're you're okay with that. Yeah, go ahead, uh, buddy. I, w- I wanted to encourage you to to uh, this is my best imitation. They have the kid banging my. Uh, four-year-old kid banging the door. Okay. Uh, I wanted I wanted to encourage you to, in your spare time, to watch some TCM. Uh, uh, it, it, it seems like you all aren't always as familiar with movies made before nineteen. You talk, you talk about Turner Classic movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. H- hang on one second. Uh, don't go anywhere, Ray. We got to step away for uh, a quick break, and we'll come back and we'll continue to talk about uh, Turner Classic movies or whatever you want. It is Movie Monday, your favorite movie set in space in honor of the Mars mission. And if uh, you had a movie made about your life, what actor or actress would play you? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Movie Monday on The Mark Aram Show. All right, welcome back to the show, 825. Uh, back to Ray at Athens real quick. Ray, we don't have much time. Finish uh, up your story, my friend. Oh, okay, well, I'll, I'll give you this example as quick as I possible can. This just an example. You, uh, not too long ago, somebody brought up the movie Giant, and you kind of heard of that or whatnot. Uh, that's a In the Ferber movie, and In the Ferber made a whole series of movies, uh, uh, not the least of which uh, is Showboat, but... Uh, um, they're usually about um, uh, uh, a married couple that one is romantic and the other one is realistic in, in the conflict that they have and had things to. And this is about this Texas, and one of the movies is about Oklahoma and whatever. And uh, John is the uh, movie that uh, James Dean was made famous in. Where? Hold on, Ray. Hector. We got some breaking news. Um, Tennessee has scored three, a field goal. Tennessee being yes. Longoria's Houston Texans they three are. to nothing. Sorry, Ray. And we just got sacked. Oh, wait, he hung up. Dag oh, it. Um Taylor's in Bethlehem. Sorry, Taylor, following up the breaking news there. How are you, T? I'm good. How are y'all? <laughs> Excellent. What's going on? Oh, well, ow. I was just calling in to uh, give you my answers to Movie Monday, and I got a splinter in my foot. All right. I'm gonna, listen, T, I'm gonna, you take care of that. We'll get back to you in just a second. This show has quickly fallen off the rails. Tommy's in Canton. Tommy, save the show, my friend. Save it. Hey, guys. Uh, on the movies, one dramatic in suspense, the original Alien, ham-boning James Tiberius Kirk, Wrath of Khan. And if I had to have an actor fall after me, I would say Paul Newman. 
Really? Is that is Doctor, that I could eat fifty eggs, but you know, <laughs> is that a legitimate uh, comparison, or are you just uh, absolutely all right? Good for you. I've had people tell me, you know, so that's I'm, hey, I'm, listen, I'm, I don't know why. That's uh, he was a heck of a good-looking dude. Well, I'm not saying I'm as handsome as Paul Newman, but but he maybe could, he could, maybe seventy percent. Yeah, if if Paul Newman was alive, he could play you in uh, in concert. All right, real quick, Taylor, what you get the splinter out? I did. All right, real quick, Sorry movie answers. That's okay. All right, Serenity is my favorite space movie. And if somebody were to play me, it'd probably be Ava Green. I don't know who that is. Serendipity with uh, John Cusack? Serenity with uh, uh, Ron Glasses in it. Serenity Now with George Costanza? It's I'm just the movie kidding. version of Firefly. <laughs> T, get that, uh, get that uh, splinter looked at. We'll come back with the Movie Monday answers. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Hi, this is Louis Gossett Jr. This is the Mark Aram Show. And if you have any common sense, you should listen to the Mark Aram Show. Master ad liver, that Louis Gossett Jr. Mark Aram back with you at 837 on a movie Monday. We have two prize packs to give away tonight. So, uh, yeah. So listen to the movie soundtrack. If you guess the soundtrack at the end of the show, you'll win one of two prize packs. We're talking about movie Monday. Uh, Mars landed uh nasa landed something on mars today so your favorite movie set in space and uh, tom brady said he wants marky mark to play him in a movie who would play you in a movie 404-872-0751-800 wsb talk paul's in north carolina paul welcome to the program how are you sir hey 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 mark long time no talk to i love movie mondays um i saw this flick in the ninth grade in the movie theater when it came out and I've seen it several times since then, but my favorite science fiction movie is 2001: A Space Odyssey. I liked I liked the other one too. What was it 2010 with uh, Roy oh, yeah. Scheider? I, I like that one too. I liked both of them. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. but it, in the uh, in the same vein, uh, from a uh, the director of 2001. Uh, even though it was earthbound, it has to fall in my top ten. Uh, Doctor Strangelove is absolutely hilarious. Amazing. Have you, you've seen that, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Who hasn't? And if you haven't, you're not a movie guy. You're not. A, yeah, you're not. You got to watch Turner Classic Movies like Longoria does. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. David's in Cartersville. David, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Excellent. What's going on? Well, uh, I'm actually in Doraville right now. I picked a great day to go from Cartersville to Doraville to save $5. <laughs> there you but go, buddy. I digress. Let's get it back on track. Best space movies. If this is going to be complicated, I'm going to make it quick. Okay. One, The Forbidden Planet. Never saw it. You never saw it? What, you saw it, Dan? It's an older movie, yeah. 55, 56 with... Uh, the guy who did the, uh, oh, gosh, what's his name? He did all the funny movies. Ah, it's escaping me now. Benny Hill. No, no, no. no. Uh, <laughs> what was his name? Okay, doesn't matter. It'll come George Burns. Minute. No, it's the one that Johnny no, did. No, not George Burns. Uh, the guy who did the, not the Police Academy movies, the, the something with a gun. An uh, older guy now, doesn't matter. It'll come to me in a minute. But all it right. has to be weighed against. Gravity and Interstellar as new movies. I liked Interstellar I a love lot. Interstellar. Yeah, that's gravity, a really gravity. Winslow has, said Leslie Nielsen. Is that who singing that? Leslie Nielsen. Who did that movie graphically? Yeah, Gravity was like 
bad. Yeah. It was great. David, by the way, uh, David, uh, Steve, all right, hang on. I can't. I don't know. Is this, yeah. my, is this thing on? Can't it is on. Steve Winslow said it was uh, Leslie, Leslie Nielsen, Nielsen, not Benny Hill. That he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's All right. Let's let's everyone calm down. Settle down, as Maya says. Settle down. Relax. Let's get back on track. Call in with your movie Monday answers right now. 404-872-0751-800 WSB Talk. We need a 60-second respite from movie Monday. We call that the football minute with Johnny Kilbasa. Joining us now, uh, as he does every Monday, to recap the weekend that was in the world of pigskin, our favorite pigskin prognosticator and our favorite fast foodie, he's Johnny Kilbasa. How was uh, your turkey day, Johnny K? I'm sick of turkey, I'm sick of ham, I'm sick of mashed potatoes, and I'm back to reality, Mark, just bringing it to you like I always do. Welcome back, America. Who would play Johnny Kilbasa in a movie? Uh, Everybody who would play Johnny Kilbasa is dead, I think. John Wayne. Right. I could see Vin Diesel playing you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was could... thinking The Rock. The Rock, the Rock, yeah. All right. Vin Diesel. Someone like that. An action star, obviously. All right, Johnny. Uh, let me give you some of that 10-yard fight. Give me some of that 10-yard fight. the NFL rivalry week in college game 10 pounds week in America. Your Atlanta United FC came up big on their end of the two-legged MLS Eastern Conference final. Clean, old-fashioned hate was over by halftime. Your number four Athens County Blue Dogs shut down the run yards and turn up the pass TDs and sent your Midtown Hell of an Engineers back down through Georgia 316 with their stingers between their legs. Now the Blue Dogs get a chance of revenge with Roll Tide Saturday downtown. Your Magic City Dirty Birds sputtered, fumbled, and failed and got marched over by them saying, it's officially over for the Falcons. We'll see you next year. Mark Aram's New York football Giants' two-game winning streak came to an end, and pretty much so did their season. As head coach Pat Shermer said, Saquon Barkley won't be playing much from here on out. America's team, the Cleveland Browns, went down to Cincinnati and ended their 25-game road losing streak and started a fresh losing streak for their loser ex-head coach, Luz Jackson. Roll Tide won the Iron Bowl. Oregon won the Civil War. Washington won the Apple Cup. UCF won the War on I-4. Florida won the Sunshine Showdown. Arizona State won the Territorial Cup. Those other Blue Dogs won the Egg Bowl. And the Ohio State Buckeyes whooped that team from up north to win the game. And tonight, the new Old Oilers take on the Old, old Oilers on the MNF. <laughs> That's exactly what Deb Green said. She's like, the Oilers are playing the Oilers. Yeah. Great yeah. minds think alike, Deb. <laughs> Deb's on top of it. Um, first off, congrats to the Brownies. I'm very happy for you. Uh, I've Thank really, be- you. I've, re- I've, I've shed my Giants fandom for this year and totally rooting for the Cleveland Browns. They looked awesome. Nick Chubb is awesome. Baker Mayfield is like a new guy. Um, so very good. I hate Ohio State, well, but it's good for Georgia that they won. So I'll give that to you. And uh, and what else do I – oh, the, the dogs. Next Saturday, right here, uh, the SEC Championship. You going to get us tickets to that, John, or do you want uh, Longoria to get them? Um, yeah, I'll take them, sure. <laughs> no, you, take them no you're getting you them for us. You have to get us. them. Get them. Oh, not... getting them for you. I thought you, were ge- I thought you were giving them to me instead of Longoria. Uh, yeah. I would if I had them, but I don't have them. So... Right. I got a couple of phone calls I'll, I'll make. We'll talk later. All right. There you go. And we'll talk to you. Oh, we're off tomorrow. Because of basketball. Basketball. So do you want to do a fast review yeah. on uh, Friday? Friday? Yeah. I mean, sure. uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, any day of the week, Mark, I will do fast food reviews for you. Wednesday, Thursday, happy days. Friday, Saturday, happy. All right, I've lost my mind. Johnny, always a pleasure. <laughs> JohnnyKilbasa.com for everything Kilbasa related The Sausage Hut podcast. Appreciate you, bro. See you Wednesday, bro. All right.
There's Johnny K. Uh, Tony and Marietta is here to save the show. Tony, welcome to the program. How are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty good, Mark, all things considered. Always great to hear you guys. Hey, by the way, did you ever have uh, Longoria try and find, uh, I know he's just getting back, find uh, Soy Sauce Pete's uh, yeah. intro? All right, so that's. I'm glad you brought that up. So okay. Soy Sauce Pete called while you were gone. Okay. Everyone called while you are gone. I think people are scared of you. They probably are. Do you? We, and Jazzercise couldn't find Soy it's Sauce. It's not on here. I don't know. Oh, uh, really? It's, it's, I I retired it. I put it in the archives because he doesn't. He doesn't call. Yeah, he hadn't called him forever. Yeah, so I yeah. Took it off the when, when you find the uh, one from uh, Soy Sauce Pete, you got to find the one where the uh, lady is screaming on the phone. Tony's on the line. Let's not keep him waiting. Exactly. Okay. Well, yeah. there was another sounder we were trying to look for, Deb, while Longori was gone. Do you remember what the other one was? There was a lot of them. There were, a lot of people had a trouble finding the way you organized stuff. Yeah. I went in yeah. there and... Well, it's Mark's problem that he gives me umpteen number of things <laughs> right. to put on a... <laughs> well, there's a thing called... Maybe now that we have a producer, there's a thing called Jingle Palette. Okay. If you can put... Like, you can put it on my computer, and I can play all the stuff... A lot of the stuff that Longoria plays to make it easier for him, if I know. You don't have that same thing that we can play in here? Like, you, you can't play No. His... That, really? whatever, Wide, wide Orbit, orbit is yeah, not on my computer. Oh. But there's a thing called Jingle I don't need palette. help for it. It's the people that fill in for me that need help. I no, know I know. Where everything but sometimes, at. you know, if you're busy doing yeah. stuff, right. I could I could hit some of the, one of the sounders. You're just trying to take my money Let me talk to me. engineering, because usually there's a second oh, screen. Oh, good that... grief. I, engineers love me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. And, but. Yeah, Andrew is always sitting there having to uh, do the meter readings anyways. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. The fake meter readings. Good job, <laughs> All right. Tony. For I, uh, Movie Monday, yeah. um, uh, Paul was channeling me. He and myself must be the uh, same age because uh, 2001 Space Odyssey, that, that's by far one of my most favorite uh, you know, science fiction, uh, space sort of movies. And as far as someone playing me, I've had several people back when I was uh, quite young and still had hair um, say that I looked exactly like Al Pacino out of uh, The Godfather. And if uh, Marlon Brando was still alive today, the way I look today, well, he, he, I would be uh, Don Vito Corleone. I, I don't know. I think Benny Hill. Again, I'm going back to Benny Hill. <laughs> did you just um, watch that? Well, you did no, mention. I don't know why you, Benny Hill's on my mind. You did meet me, so I mean, yeah. it's your no, call. No, I'm trying to think who would play you in a movie. I want to say Roy Scheider from uh, 2010 uh, and that's Jaws. I, I think Tony, you, you're better looking than I thought you were. To be honest with you, <laughs> oh, and you're, you're, and you're younger. Like I thought you were older because you've got that uh, you know that uh, the gravitas in your voice. You're a, a younger, strapping looking dude. Well, you know, I, I've kept in shape uh, all my life. I've got tremendous genes. My dad's going to be 90 in uh, March. So, uh, you know, I'm very, very fortunate in yeah. that regard. i got a high metabolism, so I haven't really put on, you know, tons of weight and all that sort of stuff. So just by my unhealthy lifestyle, you know, at 63, you know, I still look uh, – uh, people tell me all the time I look, uh, you know, 10, 15, young, 10, 15 years uh, younger than I really am. Chuck says you look like uh... – Mr. Bean. <laughs> I ne- Tony, I never said anything like that. Chuck, I've known you for a long time. I knew you would never said that. Yeah, Mark is always putting words in your mouth. Like said, I don't know what. Mr. Do you, Bean. Mr. Bean. Why? Why, Mr. Bean, Chuck? I, you, you are, you are saying things I did not say. No, no. Mr. Bean, Benny no, Hill. No, What's the deal here tonight? <laughs> I don't know. I've got a, a hankering to watch some British comedy. No apparently. kidding. 
feel like that's a Mark Aram original. Anyways, <laughs> I hope you all had a fantastic uh, Thanksgiving and uh, enjoyed the show on Friday, Mark. We're really, really well done. And I hope your mom and dad, uh, you know, had a good uh, Thanksgiving as well, other than uh, you and Maya and your uh, gastrointestinal upset. Yeah, I had some, I had some stomach issues. Uh, yeah, my, my parents had a great Thanksgiving. My mom's got pneumonia, though. Oh, that's so she was, Yeah, so the doctor's like, it's going to be with you for a month. Wow. So, but she's feeling better now. But for a week, she she couldn't even get out of bed. It is crazy stuff. And you I still made her make Thanksgiving? Though. That's uh, I didn't make her do anything. She didn't do anything. She's oh. in Connecticut. Oh, okay. I thought you that made her no. make Thanksgiving dinner. You know what's funny? Jeez. We've had so many compliments about the Wednesday and Thursday shows, Deb. <laughs> what did you and do Friday? on Friday? What are you talking about? Friday was That's fantastic. what I meant, Friday. Yeah. yeah, yeah what did yeah. you do Friday? Friday I came in live. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, we all know why. It was your me. Thanksgiving story. <laughs> I told my Thanksgiving story. It was me, Deb, Jazzercise, and Alicia Keys the third. Um, we Ooh. had fun. We yeah. played. Uh, we played the Jeff Foxworthy interview. Nice. Oh, show. I heard that he listens to the show. Oh, he's a big fan. A fan. Yeah. And so I gave. I legitimately gave him the hotline number, Chuck. So if the hotline number rings and someone claims to be Jeff Foxworthy, it's not actually with me. yeah, it's actually Jeff Foxworthy, cool. not Sanjay. That's Sanjay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think I would know the difference. Yeah, I hope Sanjay so. I hope so. Really. All right, uh, final segment of Movie Monday, your final chance to guess the movie soundtrack, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. It's a good soundtrack, but I have no idea what movie this it is. It is. I know it. You do know it? Oh, yeah. All right, maybe you'll win the prize pack. <laughs> Deb Green's in contention. 404-872-0750, it's Movie Monday on The Mark Aram Show. Final segment of Movie Monday. Have we figured out who's going to play, uh, who'd play Jennifer Griffey's in a movie? I uh, know the uh, Ruth Buzzy. Ruth Buzzy, exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. Anyone else? Who would play uh, Eric Erickson in, in the movie? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, the, no, I don't know. <laughs> you thought twice about saying yeah, that out loud. Yeah. Russell Crowe? <laughs> well, I wasn't thinking of that. No? I mean, chubby Russell Crowe now? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I didn't yeah. say that. Yeah, he I could did. talk about it. I, I said Gladiator Russell Crowe. Uh, yeah. Who plays <laughs> Whatever. <Eric Erickson. laughs> Glad- the guy that plays Thor now. Sure. That Thor. Would, that would be Eric. So we have we have no guesses on the... No. Uh, on the What? That was a good soundtrack. That wow. was a good soundtrack. Uh, you nailed it. I did. She did. You want me to give it away? Yeah, give it away. Yeah. Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Yeah. Romeo and Michelle's yeah. High School Reunion. That's a good, good soundtrack. It was. Not a bad movie. No. Yeah, it was all right. What's her name? Got blacklisted in that from that movie. Mira Sorvino? Mira Sorvino, because she wouldn't uh, succumb to uh, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein's yeah. wilds. Oh. Yeah. Paul Sorvino wants to shoot that dude oh, now. Oh, he her would dad. absolutely choke him out yeah, in the hell hallway. Exactly. She's good. I like I like Mira Sorvino. Yeah. She's one of my favorite movies, Beautiful Girls. Love that movie with Matt Dillon and a bunch of other people. That is a good movie. It was a good movie. Um, all right. We, we do have- uh, Prize packs. Yeah, well, let's do Star of the Show first. Let's get that out of the way. Get the Star of the Show out of the way. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Um, I'm going to give it to me because i got to close this Longoria gap. So I don't know how far you think I'm ahead, but you probably just already. Just keep piling them on. Yeah. Don't just keep All right. No, it's not on. true. That is not true. <laughs> I'm not like, true. I may be like one or two ahead of you. You've oh, already, really? You probably right. already passed me That's by now. That's good to know. We'll see. Well, I, I, I scooped up a lot while you're on vacation. <laughs> So I'm star of the show. We do have two prize packs to give away, yes. though. First two callers to 404-741-0750. Win what, Deb Green? Right, this is for golf lovers. It's a tour championship package, which is two single-day tickets and a tour championship new era beanie for the events next August at East Lake Golf Club. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. Yes. And we have two of those? We have two. Two pair. 
Yes. All right. So we're giving away to the first two callers to 404-741-0750. You get the prize packs. I'm off tomorrow. We'll be back Wednesday. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. At the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.